Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. I think I would have hoped for a little bit more, you know, fireworks on game one. But... The thing is, is that they got they got the win, and I think that there's a lot to build off of, Casey. Oh, yeah. That we we look at the game, you look at how things went, and um, yeah, I think it's a, it's an exciting start to the season. Personally, I feel like my throat feels how Chris Collinsworth voice sounded so i'm still oh. kind of feeling a little under the weather but a bucks win helps with that so oh, yes. and, and i've got a day off tomorrow and yeah exactly rest and move forward into the week as a winner yes at least there will be a victory monday coming up yeah. which you know, Tampa Bay, you can't ask for anything better than a victory Monday. Now, is a 19-3 to win that cute? I don't know. That's something that Kaylee and I will dive into uh, here very shortly. But a win's a win opening the season, want to know. And more importantly, Todd Bowles, you know, coming back to the head coach conversation, it's important for him to open up on that note. So uh, a W all around in many different ways for this entire team. But as you guys know, we like to break things down get a little specific and we're going to start on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, the bucks pull off a 19 to three victory, but that's not exactly what it would sound like if you didn't watch the game. This is not a load up of touchdowns. This was a load up of field goals. And in my personal opinion, even though it's the field goals that gave the bucks, not only a lead, but secured a win for them this evening, it's doesn't mean that Ryan Suckup was the MVP. Um, I, think we would be so remiss to not mention the most important thing. It was announced at almost midnight last night. I'm pretty sure it was like 12.08. <laughs> I'm half asleep with the notifications going off that Chris Godwin got the clear to be expected to play in today's game. And that I thought was going to be a bigger momentum swing hype or, you know, just more excitement surrounding the offense as a whole to have Chris Godwin back. He had the opening drive as somewhat predicted um, and looked good, was playing fearlessly. Of course, he was on a reduced snap count to protect his body. Uh, Kaylee, what did you think of the first signs of Chris Godwin's return? Did you think that there was hype and momentum and anything surrounding his 
you know, him gracing the field. How did you yeah. feel? About him? Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, it, people love, people love to watch and seeing him out there, what on that very first drive, getting, you know, getting some yards, connecting with Tom Brady, you love to see it and you're excited to see it. Um, I, I think it was a long awaited return, you know, for him uh, personally. I think it was something that, that he was kind of itching to get back to and was really excited to get out there and, and get going. Um, I liked what I saw for the most part. I think that I think it was a good there were some really good connections. I mean, I think there's a lot of things offensively that I like. There's also yeah. a lot of things offensively that need to be improved. But Chris Godwin, somebody that I really, really was happy to see out there. And I mean, they gave him, they gave him a lot of props, even calling yeah. the game, you know, in the broadcast booth, they were talking about good to see Godwin back and, and how exciting it was to see him out there. And I think everyone kind of felt that way. There was a collective excitement in seeing Godwin out there. Um, I, I now, you know, kind of continuing on that front. Um, it, it, I, I said this past week, it's not worth the risk. I'm very, very happy that the injury that um, Godwin has is a hamstring injury. It's not his knee. Todd Bowles came out after the game and says yeah. very explicitly, this is not his knee hamstring related. So I'm hoping that it's just something that because he, you know, didn't go through his normal conditioning process, Casey, I'm mm -hmm. hoping that it's maybe related to that, maybe related to cramping, maybe related to, to muscle being tight because he just hasn't gone through his normal conditioning process um, because he was just recovering and rehabbing this knee injury. Very thankful it is not a knee injury. Yeah. But also, um, yeah, overall, really happy with the receiving core. Um, loved kind of along those lines, loved getting some looks to Julio Jones. And oh, I love look. Oh my gosh. And that I love the momentum him. generator, in my opinion. The 100%. Big oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, he has, he only had three receptions for yeah. 69 yards. I mean, he had a real, that really long pass. And that's what we knew that he could do. when we said that he was being added to this roster, mm -hmm. we said, he's going to be the guy. I, I remember explicitly on this podcast saying, I'm so excited to see these big explosive plays. Now I wasn't sure if it was going to come in this game. And mm -hmm. there were times where it was close because, uh, Trayvon Diggs is gosh, incredible out there. And, and he gave the Bucks receiving core some, you know, a little bit of a hassle at times, but Julio Jones is a smart player. And I think we were able to see the way that this is going to play out. Even when he doesn't catch the ball, the way that he is such a threat downfield that he pulls the safety away so that Mike Evans or Chris Godwin or someone yeah. else can have some space and Tom Brady can hit them and make a move. It is beautiful to see, and it really just gets me excited about this offense moving forward. And again, and that's with a lot of things to clean up, which I know we'll get into. 
Oh, absolutely. And to add, to add to your point and build off of that, guys, here's a perspective. Here's a visual for you. Apparently Julio Jones hit broke 20 miles per hour on that deep catch from Tom Brady. So the other thing that popped out last night on, on the Twitter is the fact that Julio Jones has been pronounced as the fastest. He hit the fastest speed in training camp. He was the fastest player coming out of the collective training camps. This is a guy who people were very curious if he was going to be cooked, if he was going to be able to, you know, consistently stay healthy and be productive in the Bucks offense. And Todd Bowles, as well as the other coaching staff, has mentioned that, you know, Julio Jones isn't going to be out there for no extensive snap count. He is going to be a little bit more on the reserve side. They're going to be more strategic and situational with him. And we saw great glimmers of that tonight. 20 miles per hour. Oof. I just can't even express what that actually might look like in live. Oh, my like, gosh. Live and action packed. How much did you love, too, the way that they would line him up and just do the like where he would line up beside Tom and then come to the other side and just around off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I loved it. He had just two of those. For yeah. 17, and 17 yards. Like he's getting yards. Like he is getting space. He's getting yards and you're right. Like we didn't see a ton of him, you mm -hmm. know, but when he was out there, he had two carries, three receptions, total those up almost a hundred yards right between the two. And so you just look at him and he's an explosive player. He adds a lot to this team and it was really great to see him all out, all effort too. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because you know, the one catch that he didn't have, and it was actually a bit of a low throw. You saw him beating himself up as he was heading to the sidelines, like holding himself accountable, but this is somebody who has such a competitive caliber to him. So I'm anxious to see how much further they may expand upon his role. Um, as you touched on a moments ago, Chris Godwin did concur an injury in the game. It, you know, it's not his knee. Thankfully, what I saw in the past is that again, another low throw, there was some kind of off moments with Tom Brady, but you can't blame him because it was a rough day for the offensive line in some aspects, but there were some positives behind, you know, this offensive line that he has to play behind for the next couple of weeks. When Godwin went for that low pass, it kind of looked like he overstretched um, his, his stance was very wide, his lean to the, to the left side of his body to make that catch happen. It kind of looks like he more so probably inflamed up in the groin. Well, it is a hamstring injury, but it could have been, you know, groin to hamstring kind of thing, just a very tight muscle situation um that he'll definitely bounce back from and both you and I last week definitely were like no we don't want uh we don't want to chance it um we'll see what comes out Todd Bowles is definitely more of a MRI x-rays kind of guy before he gives out any sort of information and he will hold a press conference per usual uh the following day from the game so tomorrow at noon ish and we'll definitely get an update around then old man winter here if I had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. 
Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. But kind of taking it back to Julio Jones' great performance, Chris Godwin, way to come back. Um, that kind of pivots us into the run game because the run game is really what got this team down the field That's while right. there were great wide receiver plays. Um, Russell Gage was kind of, I won't say silent. Uh, Matt Matera and I were just talking about this on Pewter Report, but he was out there, but he wasn't used in many routes. He was used to block a little bit. We were expecting to see a lot more out of him, but a silent night for Russell Gage nonetheless. So that kind of takes us back to, you know, what did work tonight and it was the run game and it was Leonard Fournette. And I was so hype on it because I'm like, do we call him Dally Lenny? What do we call this guy who just has so many names, so much capability. He even got a little chippy out there. Um, you know, when on one of the tackles, I don't remember if it was curse or somebody else that he just kind of started shoving at, but he's Lenny's playing with a whole different grit and demeanor this year. And I don't know if it's the contract, if it's the security of knowing he's going to be in Tampa for a while, if it's that, you know, he is running back number one in this group and it's not this competition between him and God knows who anymore. I don't know what it is about Leonard Fournette, but he's doing big things. Um, and regardless of how the offensive line may have come up short on some plays, Luka Decky had his ups and he had his downs. Uh, Donovan Smith ended up going out with an injury to his elbow. Leonard Fournette still made it look like this offensive line was there and 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 creating these massive gaps for him but really it was him running for his life let me go lenny that's <laughs> that's his nickname in my books oh, man i love that you get this guy going it's like a wind-up doll i mean mm -hmm. you pull you pull the string and he just goes he does not stop he's got such a motor on him he's so powerful and everybody made such a big deal of it last year oh he's not in shape he's not conditioned he's not this man he showed up this year and he said okay y'all talk y'all yes. talk i'm gonna do i'm gonna take care of my business i'm gonna do my thing and then you'll see how i look on the field and he showed up tonight casey yeah. and jolly rogers and touchdown fans leonard Fournette is my offensive player of the game. He had 21 carries, 127 yards. 127 yards. He, took up the he, whole car yards. he carried this offense. He yeah. put the entire team on his back. And, and I we've seen him do it before. And we have. And I wasn't sure that, like, this is against a good defensive line. Mm -hmm. This is a really solid defensive line. They sacked Tom Brady twice. twice. Like, yeah. this isn't just a, you know, okay, they're average. No, this is a good defensive line. And Leonard Fournette went out there and he did work. He is the one who helped move the ball consistently down the field. He gave Tom Brady a break. He gave the O-line. He made everyone look better out there. Like yeah. you said, he made the O-line look so much better than they actually played. There are things that they need to work out. Um, you know, even Tom Brady with, with some of the ways that he was passing. Yeah. Like he had an interception. He said after the game, like I had an interception. I know that I need to, and it was on him. It, yeah. it truly was on Tom Brady. It's something he didn't see. He threw behind and mm -hmm. it, it got picked off. That's, that's what's going to happen. 
but and Leonard Fournette, I didn't, I don't, I, I didn't, I, I don't know if I have a critique for him. He played a really fantastic game. Yeah. And here's the thing, kind of going back to the Tom Brady comment, we know that this is one of the guys that holds himself most accountable for mm -hmm. sure. But you know, that interception was most definitely on him for a minute. I didn't know if Mike Evans got his head around and then looking back on the replay, it was like, okay, that would, could have been a better call for the quarterback and Tom Brady's defense. I think he, he just seemed to seem a little flustered behind this offensive line. I don't, or maybe fluster is not the word, but frustrated because a big struggle, frustrated. yeah. And a big struggle for the bucks was third downs as well as the red zone. And when they were trying to execute in those areas, it was, they weren't finding that cadence of the speed of Tom Brady's ball to the lineup of the route for the wide receiver. And that's kind of where the struggle was coming in. Now did Dallas have a, solid defense at that time at the same point. Yeah. But it wasn't the biggest night for Trayvon Diggs. Jordan Lewis silent curse. I know he was dealing with an injury throughout the week and he kind of looked like he was playing on that and then ended up, you know, missing out on maybe the fourth quarter of the game. So there were some holes in, in Dallas's defense that I thought would have been more exploited by Tom Brady and the wide receiver unit. So to see that struggle in the red zone, uh, majority of the game was a bit surprising for me, something they'll work on, something they have to work on before they take on mm -hmm. the New Orleans Saints, who are one of those teams that plays from the minute the game starts till the minute that clock runs out, as we saw against the Falcons today. They take advantage of every single minute in the game. Um, so, yes, I think Tom Brady's going to have a big evaluation. I think he's going to have a lot of pointers for his team. For the, for the offensive line to be in the position that they've been in, you know, they did quite well. Luke, Luke Gedecky, I'm going to get this name, this kid's name right one day. Gedecky is, he's learning the hard way and he's learning in the trenches and it's going to get there. It's going to click for him eventually. Um, it's not all bad. There's good points. There's not so great points. He's got to work on, you know, really kind of his, he's a strong guy, but you know, he's going, he's going to go up against really strong defenses and he's got to find a way to hold out those gaps for his team and hold up that line. Um, I was shocked to see them continue to work on the left side of the field with Luke Gedecky having some of the issues that he had. Aside from that, though, I'd be remiss not to give props before we move on to the defense to the rookie tight ends. Kaylee, you mentioned that the tight ends were going to be a big part of this game, and while it may have not been in the red zone, the end zone, or over the middle when it comes to routes, it was co-keith blocking that really made a way for a lot of the plays and you certainly love those, those true tight end moments Man. so i'm sure that was you know <laughs> making your heart pound a little bit getting excited over there heartwarming heart pounding i mean anytime you saw 41 just come up from a big block a big tackle it was just like wow this offense really did need this kid and they didn't even know it and to take it a little further you know Kate Otten on special teams. He had multiple tackles or was in on tackles on special teams. So somebody who I didn't really take as a, a tackler whatsoever, but be much of a blocking tight end. He blocked, he tackled, he didn't have any routes tonight, but this is somebody who I've mentioned multiple times. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a larger role and really helps this team out this season. The rookies did an awesome job. I'm so you, proud. I'm so you, impressed. You heard Cade's name quite a bit. And yeah. I think that the way that they were able to um, just really compliment Leonard Fournette and compliment mm -hmm. what 
this offense was trying to do. It, it shows me they've bought into the system. They yeah. know what their role is and they're ready to go Smart. out there and execute, which for rookies, those are all, that's what you want. That's what mm -hmm. you want. That's what you want to see. Um, two other things case, uh, Josh Wells coming in as Donovan White, um, Smith, excuse me, excuse me. Donovan Smith left the game with an elbow injury and, uh, Devin, no, I'm missing up all my names and Josh <laughs> Wells comes in. I think, uh, I, I think there was a little bit of like rattling that was going on in that, in that wow. offensive line, right? Because Brady gets sacked and then uh, Smith gets hurt. Yeah. Wells comes in, Brady's sacked again. So I'm, I, I'm happy that they did get to the end zone once. Mm -hmm. I'm, I think that there will be certainly, this is a, a, a team that has a very high expectations and so they're going to fix some of these things. Tom Brady has very high expectations. He's going to fix some things. Um, and and it's going to get better. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it was a work in progress. I think if you're a, a Bucks fan, Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns fans, I think the one thing that you can, like, take you know heed in is the fact that they won the game. Yes. They only made it to the end zone once. And frankly, offensively, it was a kind of crummy performance yeah. knowing what this offense can be. Again, a few sparks. I really liked Julio Jones. I liked what I saw of Godwin before he got hurt. Very impressed with Leonard Fournette. He is my all-star um, of the offense for this game. Um, but yeah, O-line would like them to step it up a little bit more. And yeah, I, I think there's I think there's room to grow. What were you saying? No, I was just confirming. So Leonard Fournette's your M your offensive MVP. Oh yeah, easy. Okay. easy. Yeah, I mean he again, like you said, he put this team on his back and helped them get down that field. I um I'm gonna take Mike Evans as my offensive MVP. Okay. Because, I mean he's the guy that made know, it to the end zone. A he's the one that made it to the end zone. B he's just. He did so well against Dallas's secondary when he had the opportunities to, because if you look at his snap count and how, how often he was actually thrown to, Mike Evans made every play count. And mm -hmm. it, 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 I, you, you can't be surprised. It's what Mike Evans does. That's why he's closing in on a thousand, thousand yard season after a thousand yard season after a thousand yard season. So I just got to give it to Mike Evans, just the, the overall one of the best dudes on the team and always a clutch player in the trenches when it comes down to it. Um, and then the, the one person that found the end zone with a one-handed catch on Trayvon Diggs. Guys, he's one of the only wide receivers that you see just do these things and make it look so effortless. You can yep. always rely. You can always rely on 13. That was also my lucky number and my soccer number. So, so much love there. 